My new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, is out. You can get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what Nicholas said on March 6th on Amazon. Incredibly incisive, useful, and sensible. The author is not greedy and is, in fact, extremely generous and does not hold back on the knowledge he imparts. I've barely made it halfway to the book, and I'm already gushing over the book because it's an absolute gem. Nathan gets to the point quick, shows proof, and best of all, shows you not just what to do, but how to do it in explicit detail. To say the book is actionable is an understatement. Now, you guys that listen to the podcast know I'm detail-oriented, so that review might not surprise you, but I hope you grab the book. It's now a Wall Street Journal instant national bestseller. Grab it at capitalistbook.com. Audible version is available too. They're in Kentucky, just past 600 grand per month in revenue, a solution that helps enterprise teams build processes and document them internally so they can teach other team members faster. Currently over a thousand customers paying 500, 600 bucks per month. They're growing, oh, call it 20, 30% year over year up from 450 grand a month just about a year ago, raised very little capital, less than hundred grand, and they bought those investors out. So fully owned by Don and his wife, founded in 2005, team of 15 people, mainly in Kentucky. 10 of them are doing outbound calls, 4,000 a week. That's their prime channel, spending 1300 bucks to acquire customers. So it's a three-month payback period. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Don Wiebong. He's the founder and president of Talania, a technology software as a service company based in Louisville, Kentucky. He specializes in helping organizations solve tough challenges through e-learning technology, leaves of absence management solutions, and sales channel management. His premier product is a company called eLeap. Don, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. I am. All right. (laughs) What does eLeap do and what's your revenue model? How do you make money? Uh, so eLeap is a system that helps companies essentially translate what they've been doing for a long time uh, into more efficient ways to basically train people, get more performance out of employees. And the way we make money is from uh, a recurring revenue uh, model. It's a subscription uh, model, software as a service. So um, they pay us every month, every quarter, every year, depending on the contract uh, that negotiated with us. Uh, we also have an e-commerce channel. So folks that don't have employees but want to create content and market uh, can use our system to do that. Um, and so we essentially have those two major tracks. A third track is where you have consultants, right? They work with companies for staff and purposes or whatever. And sometimes a client can come in and say, well, we want to have a sol- solution for training. Do you know anybody? Uh, so they will essentially be able to set up their client using our system as a white label uh, and push out the, the system to the client. Got it. Very cool. And I don't want to talk about kind of every different customer cohort, but on average, what's a customer pay you per month for this? Uh, on average, we have about a thousand uh, per month. Um, thousand per month. We, we start off at the low end of 25 employees, which is entering $25 a month. But uh, our sweet spot is, is about a thousand a month. Okay. And that's per kind of company. Yes. Okay. Yes. And put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch? 
we launched in October of 2005. 2005, very good. And then fast forward to today, how many customers are you working with? Uh, we have right now actives, um, 1,035 uh, active companies. Okay, and those are, just to be clear, they're actually, those are paying customers. Yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. and so can I multiply that times an average of 1,000 bucks a month? That would mean you're doing about a million bucks per month right now. Uh, right about that, right about, but I mean, we, we obviously um, have plans that have negotiated different price points with us, so. Um, yeah, so what, is, sorry, so what is your actual run rate today? What are you doing per month? Uh, for per month, um, because we've got the two revenue channels. Just SaaS, just SaaS. Yes, the software. Uh, we do about 600 or so a okay. month. That's pretty, right. that's, that's still, that's a healthy SaaS company there. Um, yeah. so 600,000 bucks per month divided by, you know, 1,035, you know, teams basically means the average one pays you 580 bucks per month or something around there. Something around that. Yes. Sir. And what's that SaaS, the SaaS part of the company growing at? So a year ago today, what were you doing per month? Oh, a year ago. So we went through a, a, a dip with SEO issues. We were pretty much um, holding tight. Um, I think a year ago we're at right about four, well, four or 500 a month. I mean, okay. basically we went through, we, we grew real fast and then we had issues with SEO stuff. We dipped and then we are coming back again. What's, what's the SEO? What was the SEO issue? Well, a competitor basically... Um, sent a bunch of fake links to us and then turned around and reported us to Google. Mm -hmm. And so they looked at it and they were like, well, you guys have a bunch of bad links and so we're going to manually um, demote your rankings. And uh, we worked with them to remove ranking, I mean, links and clean up all kinds of stuff and went back to them and said, hey, we've done our work. Can How did you do that? I can imagine if that happened to one of my listeners, they would go, well, who at Google do I even reach out to to try and solve this? Oh, dude, that was, it was painful. Uh, I think I went through about three companies before we finally got one that worked out for us. Um, you mean they use, you use them to help you get connected to Google to fix it? Yeah, yeah. So essentially the, the issue was, look, you need to go clean up. And so it was a manual process. And so the issue was, who is a reputable company to work with? And of course, who can actually at the end of the day guarantee that you've done the work and when Google takes a look, they'll be you know okay with it. And so the first company said, yeah, well, I think we paid them, it was right about a thousand a month actually to help us do this. And then about six months later, it didn't happen. So we kicked them out, got another company. Uh, and then a third one, eventually I got involved in the process, which is really where I started. I, you know, since 2001, I've been in e-commerce in some fashion. I worked with GoTo before Google AdWords and all that stuff. And so I knew about web marketing, but so, I- So who was, what's the name, just in case someone else wants to use them, what's the name of the final company you work with? The one that did a good job, Ooh, do you know? Yeah. I, not off the top of my head. I can get it for you. After okay. The, That's okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. talk to me about funding. So have you, have you bootstrapped the company or did you decide to raise? Um, bootstrapped. I had initial investors, um, that essentially just put a little bit in there and, and helped us uh, get out. How much Don? Uh, gosh, it was very little. It was less than a hundred thousand. Okay. So less than a hundred thousand bucks. And, um, and, uh, okay. So you use that money to what, to build up the initial platform? Yeah, build okay. initial platform, marketing, sales, that kind of thing. Um, but then it be, it's been just plowed back. Um, uh, we're able to eventually buy out our outside uh, investors and, and essentially, you know. So um, you own 100% of the company now? Uh, my wife and I own oh, 100%. Oh, good. I love that. A hu husband, wife team. That's great. 
And yeah. talk to me, you know, churn is critical in a SaaS business. So what's your racist churn today? Ooh, churn is, I'm looking at my numbers here. I think we're looking at about 5%. Okay. And that's 5% logo churn or revenue churn per month? Uh, this is, this is actual revenue churn per month. Um, I'm just looking at my numbers real quick. I wanted to make sure I get some reports before I call in. in you knew what for- to expect, huh? I, I, I've checked a few videos before. So, <laughs> do, do you like the format of the show? It's fun, right? It is great. It was fast paced. It's good information. I'm like, I don't want to make a complete idiot of myself. I better <laughs> gonna do something. <laughs> well, I think you're doing great. So, five percent revenue churn per month, which means multiplied by twelve, that's about sixty percent of revenue churn per year. Or, do you have any expansion revenue? Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've basically been, um, saving, uh, a lot of cash. So the reason why is because as a small business, we have to be able to take advantage of opportunities. So we actually are right now in the middle of, uh, the V5, uh, belt of, our Elip system, uh, version five. And that means we plowing in lots of money into UX and UI and all that good stuff. Do you have though, Don, when I talk about expansion revenue, what I mean is if you look at all the customers that signed up exactly one year ago, when their contracts go up to renew, do you upsell them anything? Do you have additional things you expand their revenue to or no? Yes, we do. Uh, so we have content uh, also. And our content model is basically a partnership with a content firm so that we can bring them content that we uh, license. Um, and so we, we sell them. It's not as as aggressive as I would like it to be. Okay. Um, on, on hold, I would say it's less than 2%. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. And then what about acquiring new customers? What do you pay to acquire new customers? Ooh, so our model has been traditionally... Uh, we try to keep it less than 20% uh, cost um, acquisition. Less um, than 20% of what? First year value? First year, first year revenue. Yes, sir. Okay. So if your first year revenue is about seven grand on these customers, what you're saying is you're, you're willing to spend up to, what does that number come out to? About 1300 bucks, something like that to acquire them? Yeah, right about that. Yeah. And where are you spending that typically? Uh, we're spending that, the bulk of it in outbound sales calls. Uh SEO, obviously, but in my in my experience with just this industry, it's been so complicated and well, not complicated. It's more competitive, is what I want to say, uh, in terms of SEO. So we figured out the best approach for us in terms of revenue and just being efficient as to actually do outbound calls. Um, so we're kind of going back to the old-fashioned way of doing business in the SaaS model, which wasn't where I wanted to be, but. We found that this was the most uh, effective way for us to get uh, new revenue. So we just call, set appointments, do demos, walk them through the system, um, close, that kind of thing. Don, tell me how you have this structure, though. So what's the total team size today? We are a small company. We are 15 people. One five. Um, How many of them are doing outbound calls? uh, We've got... 10 of them doing outbound calls. Wow. Okay. That's a big chunk of doing outbound calls. Okay. And how many calls do they make per day, would you say? Ooh, we've got about, what's it called per hour? 400. I'm just doing the math in my head. Actually, talk out loud because it's valuable. I'm I'm doing the math in my head real quick. Um, Each one does about 400 calls. um, Per what? In a week. In a week. Okay, so about 400. That's fine. Each one does 400 calls in a week. So you're doing 4,000. In a week. Yeah. Yeah. Who are they and calling? 
Um, so our, our business model is more for small to medium size. We find that we can get easier decisions made that way. Uh, so we're talking about anybody from 300 uh, employees to about lower thousands. I mean, we're talking less than a thousand. Um, we typically can get them to make decisions fairly quickly. Yep. And then your, your website, it's eLeap Software, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And is this basically that, you know, if they they will buy your product so that they can teach their internal team members more about the business faster. Is that right? Yeah, they buy the product and they, they have to do trainings on all kinds of things. So, But it's most of my point is it's internal. It's not to their customers. It's internal. Yes, it's internal. Now, our e-commerce model has some of our customers essentially using some of the internal content that they create to sell to basically suppliers and others. So they can use our system to sell content. To like sell some of their internal processes out to other people? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. That's, that's, actually, yeah. that's actually super interesting. Um, yeah. Okay, very cool. And then, uh, so 15 people total. And where's everybody based? Uh, majority of our team is based here in Kentucky. We have folks in Europe. And then we have folks in uh, the Philippines. And, and so with this kind of model, like if I start paying you for this and I start putting my processes in your system... Like, I don't want to churn because then I lose all my processes, all the documentation. Why is your, I mean, 60% per year is pretty high. Why do so many churn? Um, so this industry has got, um, traditionally, it's, it's upwards of 90% of people are not happy with their, with their LMS. Um, sometimes it's an issue of we just outgrew um, the system, if you will, uh, we needed to interface with our HRIS system to interface with some external system and so on and so forth. Um, so, so that you know tends to be a tough, a tough thing. Now, if we do our job properly, they do keep their their business with us uh, for you know, four or five years. So, what do you know you have to get them to do in the first month of paying to make them super sticky? We have to get them using the system. They have. Yeah, to but what does that mean? Well, create content, deploy content, be able to begin to get tracking reporting uh, in the system. And essentially, if it's an HR person, be able to go to the stakeholders and say, look, here's what I basically promised you guys that we're going to be able to do. Uh, We're not spending as much time on consultants coming in. We're not spending time on people traveling to headquarters. We've cut back on X, Y, Z. Now, because we're a training field, they need to show some change in behavior, some performance metric. Uh, and But that doesn't come in in the first month. So what we would, we've now tried to do is go back to them pretty much every quarter and say, what can we do to help you basically be better in your job? What, what, what can we train you on? What are some of the new things that we can show you that you can then take to your boss and say, this is what this thing is doing for us. Yep. Uh, we've not done that very well in the past. We used to kind of just hope that they will do it themselves. And that's, that's been part of the issue. Yeah. Um, who owns more of the company, you or your wife? <laughs> I do. Don, you're supposed to say she has 51%. <laughs> I know. Well, you know. Um, Listen, are you still married? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's working then, right? Yeah, it's working. <laughs> it, it's tough, but you know, we've we've got opportunities that have come in that basically are like women-owned, you know, minority company. That's great. Check, check, and I'm like, yeah, can't go there. But we'll <laughs> All right, Don, uh, talk to me here. Let's wrap up with the famous five. What's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Wow, uh, ex- uh, execute. Um, oh, I'm sorry, execution. Gary something. I forget the name of the guy. Um, but I read it when I was doing my MBA. And it's been, it's stuck with me. Um, I actually like Crush It too um, from yep. Gary uh, Vilchuk. Both, both good. Number two, yeah. is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? 
Um, I like Richard Branson a lot. I, I like his style. I like the fact that he's always tried to be as laid back as he can be. And, and so I just, I like to model him. Number three, what's your favorite online tool? Favorite online tool. Wow. That's a tough one. Uh, I've got several of them. Um, believe it or not, it's, uh, it's Google drive. That's a good one. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> Honestly? Yeah. Uh, six. Okay. That's not horrible. That's pretty good. And uh, what's your situation? Obviously you're married. Um, any kiddos? Uh, yeah, two, two boys. Two. Well, and how old are you? Uh, I'm 44, 44. Last question, Don, what do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Dude, uh, go out there and just do it. Reiterate, go ahead and do it. Guys, there you have it. Go out there, do it, get it started. They're in Kentucky, just past 600 grand per month in revenue, a solution that helps enterprise teams build processes and document them internally so they can teach other team members faster. Currently over a thousand customers paying 500, 600 bucks per month. They're growing, oh, call it 20, 30% year over year up from 450 grand a month just about a year ago. Raised very little capital, less than 100 grand and they bought those investors out. So fully owned by Don and his wife, founded in 2005, team of 15 people, mainly in Kentucky. Kentucky. 10 of them are doing outbound calls, 4,000 a week. That's their prime channel, spending 1,300 bucks to acquire customers. So it's a three-month payback period. Don, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much.